This podcast has been made possible by Planful and U.S. Bank. Hi, this is John Cantor, I'm the CFO of Goodwin Proctor, and you're listening to the CFO Thought Leader Podcast. This is episode 537. Hi, it's Jack Sweeney. On today's show, we speak to Sharif Metwale, CFO of Vantage Data Centers of Santa Clara, California. After 19 years as an investment banker, Sharif joined the ranks of finance leaders in 2018 after being named CFO of a company he knew well inside an industry he had spent the last decade of his banking career studying closely. We speak to Sharif about his leap into the corporate world and the business metrics he peers down at daily. We begin after this. In an ever-changing world, it can be tough to keep up with the latest FP&A trends and innovations that keep you ahead of the game. Luckily, there's a podcast for that. Tune in to Being Planful, the podcast for finance leaders and planning experts, and stay in the know about what's happening in planning and forecasting. Guests like influencer Chris Ortega, Boston Red Sox CFO Tim Zhu, and Brian Lapidus of AFP will keep you up to speed on how you can put finance in the driver's seat this year. Find the full episodes at beingplanful.com or wherever you get your podcasts. P.S. Think you might make a great guest on the show? Shoot host Rowan Tonkin an email at beingplanful at planful.com. Thank you.
When we come back, we enter the mentoring round with CFO Sharif Metwali. The business landscape is changing quickly. As the pressure to manage expenses efficiently and strategically increases, you need solutions that not only help drive down costs and improve efficiencies, but meet the changing needs of your business. At U.S. Bank, we can help. We'll work with you to uncover your specific payment challenges and bring you proactive and innovative solutions and strategies that help you meet the financial goals of your organization. Our commitment to doing the right thing for our customers has earned us the designation of one of the world's most ethical companies from the Ethisphere Institute for six years in a row. To learn more, visit us at usbpayment.com. Similar to what I just mentioned is how do I take you know, my finance or, or you know, financial um, experience and use that to leverage into a strategic competitive advantage in a business that you know, some may say it's pretty easy, it's straightforward, don't complicate it, don't you know, don't do anything innovative, just you know ride the wave uh, of the cloud and, and the internet and, and what's going on in the data center space. Um, but that, that wouldn't make it fun. Um, using, using finance to try and, and, and differentiate ourselves even further, that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it fun. What do you wish someone had told you when you first stepped into the role? And I know it wasn't too long ago, but again, after all those years in banking, you were a CFO. And you probably had some idea, like you said, you, you, you have friends who are CFOs, clearly. Uh, but finally, you take on the role, and you're kind of like, well, <laughs> I wish someone had told me this. Tell us something what that experience might have been. Jack, it's an interesting question. Uh, having come from banking, I would say, uh, you know, the biggest thing I wish someone had told me, uh, you know, as CFO, if the finance job is not just about finance, uh, I end up being uh, a person who, you know, everyone wants to talk to about what's going on within their organization, whether it's the uh, construction team, whether it's the operations team, whether it's the sales team. Um, so I do a lot, whether it's HR, I do a lot of listening to, you know, what's going on um, uh, and trying to, you know, coach uh, as well as give advice that I probably didn't realize uh, the CFO would do as, as much as, as I do uh, currently. Great points, and uh, thank you for bringing that out. And that's the stuff in this podcast. That's really part of what we hope to do every episode is reveal the different types of role that finance leaders are today playing. Do you have a personal habit or routine uh, that you have uh, you know, done daily, and in some ways you feel a bit it, it's contributed to your professional success? Yeah, I think one of the things that uh, I've got you know, a habit or routine that I've got a habit from a habit perspective, uh, I 
developing relationships and making sure people know why you're hearing them so that when I get a response, um, it is thoughtful. I think from a team perspective, you know, one of the things I try and do is, is make time uh, really to exercise. Uh, and, and it's not every day. Uh, if I can get three or four days a week uh, where I'm spending 45 minutes to an hour, just that being my time uh, to take some stress. Um, and it's not overly intense, but it gives me you know, my personal time to, uh, to refresh and recharge. Is there a book you'd recommend to aspiring clients read? Absolutely. Uh, so as I started this job, uh, I was commuting quite a bit, and I read a great book uh, called Never Split the Difference, Negotiating as Your Life Dependent on It. The author is Chris Boggs, who is a FBI negotiator, and he, took, he shared his experiences as it relates to, you know, hostage negotiations, um, terrorist negotiations, all different kinds of situations and how that can relate to the business world. Actually, after reading it, shared it with uh, all the leaders on my finance team uh, so that they could read it because I thought it was that impactful of a book. Now, an interesting uh, selection of one. Uh, yeah, we haven't had before, so thank you for that. Let's do our final question where I get to ask you to look forward finally. Can you share with us your priorities as a finance leader over the next 12 months? So my priorities over the next 12 months is 12 months are to make sure that you know, we execute on our business plan, our growth, uh, which will require a, a fair amount of, of capital raising, both from a debt and equity perspective, uh, and potentially uh, international expansion. And how do, how do I think a business that Three years ago, uh, with a two market data center business uh, in California and uh, in Quincy, Washington, we're now six markets uh, in North America and potentially taking it to you know, many markets uh, internationally. How do I want to make this system that has to be processed and manage the business appropriately? Thank you for joining us on CFO Thank you. I appreciate it. Hello, listeners. Do us a favor. Be certain to subscribe to CFO Thought Leader on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're an Android user, check us out on Spotify or Google Play. If you like the show, please recommend it to a friend. Oh, and by the way, the CFO Yearbook 2021 Print Edition debuts on Amazon this quarter featuring 100 profiles of finance leaders from our 2020 season. Would you like to learn more about our CFO guests? Order the CFO Yearbook 2021. Thank you for supporting our efforts to bring you career journeys of CFOs driving change. We'll be back with another episode very soon. Thank you for listening.